we are going to welcome Peg Kirk. Peg's job? Retired high school teacher. And something else that she's been occupied with is her marriage to John Kirk, which is now in its 67th year. Pretty wonderful. Peg has three grown children, six grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. She says that having done her duty to help populate the world, <laughs> she hopes to live long enough to see a new resident, resident populate the White House. Please join me in welcoming Peg Kirk. Must have a code. Music. Hello, everybody. Can you hear me? Good. I'll talk at this level. <sighs> Several years ago, I can't count them, when I was 16 years old, I lived in Akron, Ohio, on Waterloo Road. Uh, Waterloo Road was a pretty busy highway at that time. We had a next-door neighbor, but there weren't too many other houses around, mostly buildings and various things that were going on. There was a cemetery across the street. But we didn't need that right then. <clears throat> <laughs> but I can remember I would, had just finished my third year of high school, and vacation had just started. And so I wandered down the road where a new building had been growing for quite a while. And I got there, and I was so excited that I ran home and told my mom, guess what, guess what? That new building is finished now, and, and it's going to be open soon, and they're hiring people. So. Uh, can I apply? And she said, well, what would you do? And I said, I'd be a curb girl. Oh, I was so excited about that. She didn't seem to be too excited. But <laughs> she said, well, go down and see what you can find out. So I went down, and sure enough, they hired me. And probably many of you don't know what a curb girl is either because you're just too young. But what a curb girl did was, when the cars would come up and park, she would go out and take their order because they wanted to eat in the car. And that was an easy job. There were people that worked inside, too, but this was a special show, <clears throat> a special thing for people my age, I guess. Anyhow, I worked as a curb girl that summer, and it was really exciting. Well, they didn't pay very much, but you could get tips. And all you had to do to get a tip was to smile and do everything right. There might be one possibility that when you're putting the tray on the edge of the window, if you didn't push it in down here, it might not work. But that only happened to me once. <laughs> and anyway, it was a fun summer. And at the end of the summer, they asked if I wanted to stay on and work on weekends. 
And so I did. So the next year I worked during, not during the week, but on the weekends. And the year that I graduated from high school then, I had accumulated quite a bit of money. And I was able to buy some of my books for school and a whole new wardrobe to go to college. So I went to college at Kent State University. It was not there in Akron, Ohio, where I lived. It was 12 miles away. <laughs> um, so I didn't go back to work at the drive-in. I decided instead to stay in school for a couple of summers, and that way I was able to graduate a year ahead of time. So I got out of school in three years, and the guy I was going to marry still had one year to go. But we got married anyhow. <laughs> well, it turned out OK. Uh, <clears throat> Do we have any water? It's out. <laughs> Gee whiz. See, when you get older, you get a lot of special attention. <laughs> I've got it. Where was I? I just got married, didn't I? <clears throat> Now that, that begins the, the next big story. <clears throat> Actually, I got a nice job in a little school outside of Worcester, Ohio, because John was going to the Worcester College at that time. And that worked out really well, because a lot of learning took place in that school. Most of it was things I was learning about teaching and about getting along with kids that were that age. And they were all high school kids, and it worked out really well. But at the end of that year, John had graduated from college, too. So you know what he did next? He went to graduate school. <laughs> <clears throat> So this time I got a job where he was going to school, which was at Ohio State University in Columbus. And I got a job there, and that was okay, but it wasn't as much fun as the first school where I taught. So when he finished his work there, it took a long time because he had to go to the summer, and he worked really, really hard all that year. We didn't see each other very much. I was teaching school, and he was going to school, and it just, we didn't see very much of each other. Then, we didn't see much of each other for the next year 
either because he had to go uh, into the army. He'd been putting that off and putting that, and that was back in the days when they wouldn't wait for you. They, or they would wait for you, but eventually they'd catch up with you. So he had to spend two years in the army, and I taught school again. So that meant three years of me teaching school. But finally, he was settled in one place in the army, in Oklahoma, and I got to join him there. And I quit teaching school, because you know what happened next? I had a baby. And then he finally got out of that position and found a job in, would you believe it, Florida. Oh, that was great. We were going to move to Florida. So I went with him. And then I had another baby. So what I was doing was working and working and working with one baby and then another baby, and nobody was paying me anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we got over that. Anyway, we spent quite a bit of time in Florida, and then uh, John realized he should probably get further education, so he had to drop out of working full-time so that he could take classes and get a PhD. Now we needed a little bit more money, so this time I got a different kind of job. I had to get somebody to come in and take care of my two kids. And then the job I got in Florida was to be a social worker. And that was hard work. It was hard work because Everybody that I went to visit was having hard times. And while teaching was fun because good things were happening, this wasn't a whole lot of fun because the people that I went to visit were having deep trouble. They were very poor, and a lot of them were very ill or had various different troubles. And so I did that for almost two years. And it was a good experience to have, but it wasn't a very uplifting experience. Then, lo and behold, he got that PhD, and he started looking for another job. And he was offered a job where he could be chairman of the department in Nebraska. <laughs> So we moved to Nebraska, and that was an interesting experience, too. Um, he was the head of the department at the University of Nebraska in Kearney. And uh, while I was there, I took some classes and then started taking some more classes and finally got a master's degree at the college where he was teaching. <clears throat> Nebraska was nice, and the people there were very pleasant, and it was, it was just a welcoming community. The problem is about the only thing what they wanted to do for entertainment was to play bridge. And <laughs> I'm glad when he found another job after that.
And the next job that he got was right here in this community he, because he got a job at <coughs> this college here. At What's the name of the college here? ISU. Oh, yes, ISU. He did a nice job at ISU, and we had a good time here. I ended up teaching school at Normal Community High School and uh, was a speech coach there. And our speech team won the state tournament in 1980. So that's a good way to say goodbye and hard work. Thank you.